artists, especially those working with lenses, are inextricable from the world. There's this kind of image oblivion that, that happens when marginalized people are not really photographed. I'm infatuated with the idea of the encounter. What's kind of wonderful about dodging and burning tools, of course, is that they're meant to be invisible. Enthusiasm, love, a desire to record. You have to have the courage to find the world beautiful. Welcome to the Lightwork Podcast. I'm Shane Lavalette, director of Lightwork. As an artist-run, nonprofit organization, Lightwork has been supporting emerging and under-recognized artists working in photography since 1973. We host an international residency program, a public access lab facility, and showcase artists' work through exhibitions and publications, including Contact Sheet, one of the longest-running photography journals in the world. Consider supporting the mission of the organization by becoming a subscriber to Contact Sheet today online at lightwork.org. Over the years, Lightwork's multiple galleries have featured over 500 exhibitions. Each year, four exhibitions are installed in our main gallery, the Kathleen O. Ellis Gallery, accompanied by a printed issue of Contact Sheet. In recent years, along with each exhibition, we've asked our exhibiting artists to take a few minutes to discuss their work and some of the ideas that drive their creative practice. You can see the work of these artists in the pages of Contact Sheet or on our website at lightwork.org. Here's Aspen Mays discussing the work in the exhibition, Newspaper Rock. We hope you enjoy listening. And I stopped in the petrified forest in Arizona. There's a large boulder. It's quite huge, actually, and it's full of petroglyphs, and it's called Newspaper Rock. And um, to talk about it being this chronology of events and a record of events, this idea of, a, of an archive that grows and that's anonymous, but some of it also touches on all the things about photography that become antiquated as we move through these different technologies. set up these parameters and perform this and we'll see what happens. And I think Fireflies was a lot like that. I had always thought, well, okay, you could of course set your camera up and, and take a photograph of this and you would see them as points of light. But then if they could actually um, directly impact a light sensitive material like film, I wonder what that would look like. So I found roll after roll of these, um, the night sky scene in reverse. And then I, and I kind of looked through them and they were interesting and I, and then I, I, I hit one roll and in the middle of the roll is this, which is more profound, this image of the night sky or this, um, this woman in the garden, which one actually feels uh, more surprising in some ways. And, and I think it's her, it's, she's the thing that you can actually connect to. Uh, in the midst of all these other images, the thing that makes it all feel so human, the thing that takes it out of the infinite, the questions that we can't answer and returns it back into a person on a nice day in the afternoon in Chile. What's kind of wonderful about dodging and burning tools, of course, is that they're meant to be invisible. 
if you use it properly in the dark room, it's always in motion, and you're never supposed to see it. If you see it, then you did it wrong. Then it then it is interrupting the print itself. So then to use them as photograms, to make them into photograms, and to have you see them so explicitly, um, I found really interesting. They're, they're the thing that you're never supposed to see in a photograph. turn into these silhouettes and they're as photograms, they become really indecipherable. And they could be symbols or they could not be symbols and they ultimately become sort of illegible. The way that, that the experience of seeing newspaper rock was, that it was layer upon layer and you could guess at its meaning but you couldn't really, couldn't really know. Those dots uh, that you see repeated they're stars. They're, it's probably on the same star, and they're and they're checking um, the focus of the telescope. So they're meant to accompany uh, exposures made on that setting, so that you have something to go back to and, and search for errors or double check things or or kind of check the the telescope itself. And for me, of course, they look like falling stars or shooting stars. They look like all these other things. Um, but there, but it, to me, it really brings again back this, um, brings back that mediation, that reminder that, right, you're seeing this through, through something else. I think in some ways the camera is the perfect, um, constraint. In some ways it's a way to take on some of these bigger ideas about the nature of reality or how we how we um, experience reality or a phenomenological experience of the world and it's used to image all these things that we can't see and then we rely on those images and I and I like setting up scenarios where I have to rely on the image again Thanks for tuning in to the Lightwork podcast. Lightwork's community lab facility in Syracuse, New York, provides a space for artists to come together, share ideas, learn about photography, and make new work. If you're an artist, Lightwork Lab can also make exhibition quality prints, scans, or retouch your work for you. Connect with the lab online at lightwork.org lab. If you'd like to support this podcast, consider Lightwork's fine print program featuring exclusive signed prints starting at just $300. Buying from our online shop is an excellent way to further your personal art collection while supporting Lightwork's mission of offering opportunities to emerging and under-recognized artists working in photography. Browse our selection of limited edition prints, signed books, and contact sheet at lightwork.org shop. If you can't support us financially, consider telling two friends about this podcast.